Master Manipulator. Uh, not masturbator, <laughs> Carl. Oh, sorry, wrong one. I am a, a Carl. I'm an alcoholic. Could you imagine coming onto the podcast for the first time and all you, that's what you hear? And they're just like, uh, click, <laughs> delete that episode. I'm not getting sober with this shit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I'm Carl. I'm an addict alcoholic and my sobriety is August, uh, what is my, my August 22nd, 2014. I almost said August 14th. Is that fucking weird? Anyway. Uh, yeah. And you are... I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic, and my sobriety date is February 19th, 2015. This is Sober Pod. Sober Pod is a podcast dedicated to the idea that one addict or alcoholic helping another is crucial to building a life in recovery. Join us on this season as we read from our book, 366 Fucking Days Sober. And as always, stay active, stay sober. See you, For those of you joining us on our video feed in our members section on SoberPod.com, you may have seen Carl just hold up the author's edition of our book. It's an author copy because I have to like do all the little picadillos to it. But yeah, it's um, it's it's starting. It's going. It's going to be done. It is like so effing close. And um, you know, I was reading it. Uh, I went to New York, and uh, and I was trying to uh, New York, New York. I went to New York, and I was uh, I was reading it on the plane to try and like you know, just cover through it. And there's like there's some duplicates in content, which is kind of cool, because again, this is a daily reader. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it'll happen months apart in your process of actually. But uh, but it's kind of cool because I actually cover the same topics sometimes, but I actually have a different spin on it, which is kind of neat. Uh, it's hmm. like so it's it's so I like literally forgot that I did that topic and then started doing it again. And then but it's kind of a complete different story, which is kind of neat to really think about. So I gotta um, say, I love the cover. I love like the changes that were made. It looks awesome. Yeah, and it's I can very, thank my very eye catching my, my daughter for pushing me to do something very different, which is you know, my daughter was the art director, which I really kind of liked actually. It's awesome. So, um, so we are reading from this book, the three hundred sixty six fucking days sober, the three hundred sixty six daily meditations for the rebel seeking transformation and recovery. Now with one hundred percent more fucks given <laughs> and it is that's we have a look a little snipe on the cover for all you listeners we have a look a little snipe on the cover it has like a little seal and it says now with 100 percent more fucks given um are you allowed so, to publish like a cover that has fuck on it yeah you could uh, we could totally have just called it fuck you know but with without the just um, fuck yeah we could have <laughs> just said a book called fuck uh and uh and they would have absolutely allowed that uh but one of the things that happens is uh is that uh um alexa will excuse everybody for i just triggered all your alexas uh (laughs) alexa subscribe to the silver pod podcast um so (laughs) so uh but what it does is uh um is it bleeps it so when you say like you know when your book arrives basically it'll be funny as hell because it'll be like uh you like alexa you know announcements or whatever and it goes uh the book 366 beep day sober 
That's <laughs> funny. So I, kinda, I know it is funny, so I kind of like that actually. Um, so yeah, it's 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 thick book. It's very thick um, because it's it is a thick boy. It's a thicky. Oh yeah, because you know, some say it's not the uh, it's not the length, but the girth that really makes <laughs> it's the a difference. Girthy boy. <laughs> <It's out there. laughs> so. Uh, it is, uh, I, you know, it's actually, you know, I, I really didn't see like, um, you know, in some cases, like, like how much I was writing. Uh, so it, it uh, it's like 70,000 words just so we're all Jesus. clear here. Wow. Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, I guess, you know? Um, you're so, like, this will be easy in December. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I got this. I'll be done in like March, which you you're pretty you know you weren't too far off i know yeah yeah april may (laughs) (laughs) so either way but you know i i you know you got to set deadlines man you know so uh so what we're doing now is we're uh gonna be finalizing it and then we're gonna be posting it and all that other good stuff but uh it's still got some time to go uh because i've still got to go through it and dig on all this stuff but just so you know it is it is happening uh and and i'm it will as far as the pricing i figured it out it will be probably around twelve dollars and twenty cents or so, right? Twelve dollars and twenty-two cents is like puts us at two dollars and one cent, so uh, as profit. So really, so that's all that we make on this book. Is that crazy? I think like, you should have done like sixty-nine dollars and sixty-nine cents. <laughs> It'll be absolutely sixty-nine dollars and sixty-nine cents. <laughs> Uh, uh, but, uh, so no, the only reason here, the only reason we have the book, first of all, is, um, uh, it, one is that, you know, my sponsor died and I wanted to convey, you know, his teachings. That was kind of like the idea there. Um, but then, uh, the other thing is that, uh, you know, we can use it for the podcast. Uh, we can use it for ongoing readings, uh, as we do the, um, as we start into doing a daily version of the silver pod podcast, which will just be these readings. And then the other thing um, is to so that we can have another thing to like, you know, give the people that, you know, really is unique. It's, um, you know, it's not written by AI. It is (laughs) it's very personal (laughs) stories, Um, you know, and it is, uh, um, you know, it'll give us the two dollar donation. Right. To help keep the 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 podcast going and, and stay in the the ears and minds of, you know, people in recovery. I think that's the idea is just to kind of keep it going. And the, I mean, honestly, you know, one of the things that attracted me to the podcast before I was on it was the fact that this podcast is not um, seeking to make a huge profit and become a corporation or anything like that. It's solely to pass along the message of recovery and to help others and be of service. So that's really attractive to me. And I hope that people also can see that uh, we're just average human beings, not trying to capitalize on, you know, your, your mistakes or your, your uh, fucked up brain. Like, no, we're just, we're trying to, um, kind of yeah. relate with you and, and be there for you even if we don't know you yeah i think somebody um somebody actually once accused me of um uh commodity uh, is that what they call it Com- commodifying like a commodity yeah commodifying al- addicts and alcoholics right like that i was mm. trying to commodify and i was like what 
And so, I mean, they're like, I'm not very the, good at it. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> suck at this thing, you know. So, uh, you know, and I've heard other people do this stuff too. It's like where they, um, you know, they, uh, and they, they just beat you up over it. And, um, and we're not beating, you know, just to really put it straight out, is we're really not like making any money here. Like, I, you know, if I could open the books to everybody, it's like, it's purely like, you know, um, I've never made a profit in terms of SoberPod and how SoberPod is operating, right? It's just never been that way. And any of the additional money that does ever, if it ever did come up, I would find a way to put it back into SoberPod. That's the idea. It's never yeah. to like, it's never to like, you know, um, I have a job. <laughs> you have a job too, right? Sure you know, do. it's like, yeah. So, uh, so this isn't for any of the, I think the only thing really about the money part of it is that we wanted it to be more self-supporting and did not come out of our pockets. Like that yeah. was the idea that, so, um, and that's what it was for like the first, you know, three to four years for me was, is it all came out of my pocket and it was not, um, it sucked. Let's just say we tried to make it work that mm. way. And it just was like, you know, I started to get like, man, like, you know, I got to do this. I got to pay that much every year. <laughs> so, so then my wife was like, yeah, I don't think your hobby's doing too well. You know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, you know, we could use that money. And I was just like, oh, okay. So that was, yeah, I think kind of part of it. Okay. So that, that all aside, um, so we will be launching it soon, just so everybody is aware. And if you haven't purchased the book, by the way, I just want to say, you can purchase it on Amazon. You can also, if you have Kindle Unlimited, you'll be able to get it. If you have uh, access to the members-only section, this book will be available for download for free. So if you pay for the members-only section, you'll be able to do that. Uh, and then when we start doing our daily reads of this thing, you'll be able to pay a dollar a month, which will be like $12. Uh, and... Um, Hey, isn't that funny? It's It'll just be like, like $12. A book. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So then um so then you'll be able to pay but you pay you know you can cancel anytime or whatever. And then uh so it's a dollar a month that you'll be getting it. And then also these episodes this book will help these episodes to remain free um as you know we move forward so that they're not like um uh buried in the in the in the subscription feed as well. So that's it. Um let's get on with the show. Right, yeah, they're they're like okay, skip, 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 skip. Yep, yep, yep. Like, when does this thing start again? <laughs> okay, so uh, so what are we doing, Chelsea? We are reading May sixth out of the book. Do you want me to read it? Oh, uh, does it have a cuss word in it? Because yes, it does. So yes, please read it. It has two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, May sixth. Don't we often try to maneuver and manipulate things to meet our needs or demands? We make suggestions, say things when we know we shouldn't make comments or hints. Fuck, even a gesture can be manipulating if you're doing it right. Looking for ways over or around the problem? Man, there are just too many ways to fuck with shit, huh? Sometimes the hardest thing to come to grips with is the fact that we don't have the answers or solutions. And the most important fact, it may not be up to us at all, and it may be someone else's problem entirely. The fact that we should step the fuck back and not engage never occurs to some of us. In other words, let it go. Have you heard that one before? <laughs> let it go. Reflections. Hey, it's coming. <laughs> what are you fucking with? What is it that motivates you to put your nose where it does not belong? 
Mm. Daily challenge. Think about letting go. Here, I will help. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Now that song is in your motherfucking head all motherfucking day. Ha! That should help. There you go. Um, I wonder if I have to do that when I do the reading. <laughs> Sing. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't think about that part. All right, uh, Chelsea, do you want to do you want to start? I guess, or, or I could definitely start. But do you want to start? Because I think, um, um, you know, this is uh, uh, not that I think that you're a master manipulator, but <laughs> but I think that you, you've talked about it in the past in terms of being able to to do that. Um, what do you think? Yeah. So. I think like it's just a common thread, at least what I've seen and in my experience with people who have struggled with substance abuse. You know, we uh, try to put the blame on everything but ourselves and everyone but ourselves. And, um, you know, I'm I'm not immune from that. I uh, placed the blame on uh you know institutions like the government the the school the damn the man (laughs) yeah you know the the world was out to get me and Mm -hmm. in reality um i i never put forth the effort to make my circumstances any better (laughs) or to change at all um you know and i am so egotistical sometimes that i do you know, give people advice when they're not looking for it or, um, chime in when like, I have nothing to do with the conversation. Like, it's just, I, I like to be, uh, heard and I like to feel smart and, you know, it, sometimes it bites me in the ass. Like sometimes I really need to just shut the fuck up and like, listen (laughs) to what other people have to say and let them vent Um, and even recently, like I've struggled with that and, um, I'll catch myself feeling kind of self-important because I know something and I think other people don't know it. And it's like, like they, they're smart people too. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not all about you, but, uh, what, what do you have to say about, about this little, little blurb? I, I, there's probably, I mean, there's definitely a reason why I wrote it, right? You know, so yeah. it was, uh, um, but it was, uh, uh, I think in my past life, and it's more noticeable now, because uh, as I look back, I kind of go like, oh, like I totally, um, and I think we all do it. I think we all sit around and we'll get it in our heads and we think, oh, you know, they're, um, they're doing something without me or, um, you know, uh, like, um, you know, <laughs> I need to be involved in that. Otherwise, I will look like I am not doing my part or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, whatever yeah. it is that, like, um, gets in my head. There's a lot of fear over, uh, uh, you know, around manipulation and stuff like that that I totally, like, I fear like I'm not getting, um, going to be involved or picked or chosen or uh, what, it could be work. It could be like, I'm not going to get the promotion. I'm not going to get a good review. I'm not going to, you know, whatever it is, right. That is like, you know, those types of things. And so what I will do is I'll sit around and scheme in my little brain about like how I can say or do things or, um, 
you know, uh, as again, in my previous life, I, uh, how can I, uh, get people on my side? You know, how can, who can I like pull aside and isolate and, you know, drop a thing? Oh, you know, j- just so you know, I heard X or this thinking that I'm like giving information to somebody like I, you know, in my heart of hearts, I know I'm saying this shit to whatever to get them on my side or to like you know rope them in or to pit them against somebody else so that i have a better chance at whatever something else is like all these little things all this energy that i used to spend doing all this shit today i when my brain starts to go off and do that stuff i kind of go like i I get upset right because i go Mm -hmm. like um, there's no point in it. It's a waste of fucking energy. It just it, more than likely it's going to just create drama or just bullshit. But again, but because I feel the need to like have my in on it, I will I will do shit. And I still do shit by the way. Don't think that I don't. I mean, I'm going to be fucking very frank. Like I will still very much calculate shit, right? And then mm-hmm. kind of and I have to decide a lot of the times not to do something or just step away. Or just shut the fuck up and sit back. Um, only after I have like gone through all these other scenarios in my head, and mm-hmm. sometimes even acted on them. So I've made the mistakes of like doing that shit, and um, and I just forget like that. There's a better, there's a better way sometimes, right? Uh, and a lot of that times, that better way has nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, and especially when, um, like when. Uh, uh, have you ever been the victim of somebody else trying to manipulate or manage something and you like w- want to go in and repair or fix the the thing that they've are fucking up like and it's reflecting on you you know what i'm saying like uh-huh. have you ever had to do that yeah and you're like oh my god like this person's so fucking wrong and now i need to now i need to go back in and step in and like damage control yeah, yeah right it's still manipulating though Right. Mm-hmm. When all I really need to do is let that other person blow themselves up and make their own mistakes. And at the end of the day, as long as you like know your, you know, part in it, you know, you're kind of like and that you were doing well and that your intentions are good and that you tried your best. That's all that matters. Like, fuck them. Right. Mm-hmm. But we but we love to like make sure that we're like, you know, getting ahead of that shit sometimes. And, you know, it's just so like it's so human. You know what I mean? And yet, um, uh, like, I find myself more recently just trying to, like, back off and just breathe, right? Just let it go and just be like, all right, I'm, I can't manage everybody. And if I did that, I wouldn't be able to do my job sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. I, or, or whatever it is that I need to do otherwise. So, well, so, and like, I just thought of, like, an example at work, like, you know, it's really easy to be an outsider looking in at like what the previous nurse did or did not do mm-hmm. and to think you're better than that. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> at least in my case, because I'm egotistical. Um, <laughs> so no. if, I, if I like go in and doesn't matter if that nurse had like an extra patient or, you know, like a shit night. Um, if I go in there and I'm like, oh, you didn't put caps on all your IV lines and they're not labeled like you're you're a fuck up. And mm-hmm. or if like there was a, a something that got missed, you know, the uh, 
the um, selfish person in me and the not so nice person in me may pass along to the next nurse on my shift like well this wasn't done I don't know what the nurse the night before was doing but I did it and so it's right now and look at me I'm Mm -hmm. I'm the perfect nurse like Mm -hmm. no like that just looks that reflects poorly on me because you're bad mouthing somebody yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like you know and and I'm still I'm selfish in that way um but when I have time to look back and think on it I just I'm like embarrassed for myself Mm -hmm. like god why are you the way that you are (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so. and that's like because uh, you know in my job there was like a lot of sayings. I was like, nobody remembers the process; they only remember the product, right? So like, it's like at the end of the day, like nobody cares what you had to go through. Nobody cares if it was like, you know, fucking it, it was you know storming and raining outside, and you had to fucking design something or whatever, right? So nobody really they really care at the end of the day. They're gonna judge what you did without all that other context. So yeah. just. Just try to do the good job, right? Just try mm-hmm. to do the the job as well as you can. So you, and you so you can't walk in and use somebody else as an excuse. Oh, you know, it, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter, right? It really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they're going to judge you not on the process but the product. So, um, and you know, did you do it right? Is that is that patient alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, you know, I mean, uh, that's the idea. So, um, so it doesn't do you any. It's it's almost like gossip, right? So, like, gossip is, like, a big part of it. Um, You know, when we try to bury other people, um, and, you know, in business world, they call it uh, triangulation, right? Hmm. So, uh, where you, like, go in, um, like, uh, like for instance, if I, uh, uh, if I, I don't know how to explain, like, say if we had an editor or something, right? And I would say, hey, Chelsea, that editor's just, like, isn't he kind of shit? Like, did, did you see what he did last week or whatever? Da, da, da. Yeah, and even though your original, <laughs> yeah, even though your original thought of him was very great, right? I literally have just now manipulated you into, right, mm-hmm. with this little piece of gossip into seeing him in a bad light. And you are more than likely going to join in and now have a, you know, and it'll reflect bad on our editor. I'm sorry, editor. Dude, I'm, I don't mean to pull you into this, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that's me. Shit. <laughs> so, but you know what I mean? It's like, so this triangulation that we do and then with other people, and it's like, believe me, if it's like, if it's happening, if you're doing it to somebody else, more than likely it's going to, it's happening to you because that's the kind of culture that you're in. And it's like, so it's a real, um, it's a real fucked up thing. And the only thing that we can do, I think at times, especially in recovery, because we get lost in that shit. We get carried away with that stuff. We start like, you know, um, that manipulation is quote unquote for us. It's like, it's like, uh, it's just another part of our disease and it's just another like, um, way in which we act out and, and we get, we feed off of it, that excitement that, you know, all that, you know, fucking tumble dry of all that shit, all that washing machine cycle of all this crap. And, and why do we do that? It's Cause I feel like me personally, it's like, I love to like be outside of myself and not having to deal with this brain shit, you know, um, and this, uh, any kind of distraction I will take, you know? So, um, so, and if I can manipulate and focus on others and serve myself and blah, 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 it just becomes real. Um, that becomes addictive in its own right. So, well, I um, also feel like 
lot god a lot of what we talk about comes back to control and mm. for me when when i'm feeling out of control i want to control everything i possibly can because you know internally i've got this anxiety and i don't know what's about to come i don't know how to deal with something so what am i going to do i'm going to um nitpick or i'm i'm going to like do things my way even even if it's not uh in my own best interest you know in order for me to feel some sense of control in my mm -hmm. life or in my job um, I, I may split people like that. I may say, you know, this, this lady, like, uh, she, you know, she's, she's been terrible all night and she, you know, is demanding and blah, blah, blah. And immediately putting, um, kind of this negative, uh, opinion about someone before, you know, any like this next person say say I'm giving a report to the nurse coming on and there's a patient that's been terrible all night and I started out with that instead of just being objective what are they gonna think you know when she, when that person's calling and you know asking for things like oh well they were difficult for the nurse la last night you know like it's just mm -hmm. um and that's just like manipulation uh so that I feel maybe some like more connected to people as like shitty as it is. It's kind of mm -hmm. like misery loves company. And so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we're all in this together. So let's bitch about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't do anything like, and I definitely don't feel great about it afterwards, but um, it's just kind of the nature of what I revert back to when I'm feeling out of control or, um, you know, things are going not as planned. And so, um, I kind of just, uh, tailor it to fit my narrative. Hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of times for me, it, it it's the insecurity, right. Mm -hmm. Of like, not, I'm like, am I doing right? Am I doing well? Um, you know, these types of things. And I'm just trying to like, I don't know, same thing. Am I fitting in? Am I being accepted? Am I, am I liked? Am I doing my job, et cetera? It's like, it's just, it's just fucking shit always goes back to like, you know, Tell me about your mother shit, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, or tell me about your mother. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, I, I think, um, you know, my sponsor keeps talking about, my new sponsor keeps talking about, you know, um, like you, uh, God wants you uh, close to him so much that, uh, you know, he, he basically like leaves your mind to like, you know, the... <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to seek help, right? You know, so, uh, and that's why, um, you know, I, I'm put into these positions and these situations because I don't, I know that I don't have control and it fucking sucks. And, and then, um, and then if I don't have control, which is like we talk about, like letting it go, well, how do I let it go? Well, and now I got to reach out and fucking give it up like how do i give it up like a pray you know or whatever right Ugh, and it's pray. like you know, yeah it's like, you know, fucking the labor of prayer uh <laughs> so but that's the thing it's like um you know for it, that's kind of where i get led to because if i can't control and i've done it all and i've manipulated it all and i have like tried and i have tried every way from fucking you know to next tuesday to try and you know come up with something that works it's like everything that i have tried 
does not work, right? And it doesn't matter whether it's lying, whether it's drinking myself to death, whether it's like, you know, uh, you know uh, just subtle hints or distractions or, you know, being nice or what do they say in the big books? Like being more or less gracious as the case may be. Mm-hmm. I have totally tried it all and I just kind of go, oh my God, it like it, nothing works, right? So I really have to like let it go. So I kind of go, all right, so this is not in under my power. So I have to let it go. And how do I do that? And it's like, again, I, I, I'm always kind of pushed back to that scenario of like, um, I need to fucking pray. I need to meditate. I need to like, you know, um, shake it off somehow, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me. I'm all Taylor Swift about this shit. Shake it off. <laughs> this is super random, but I just remember at a time I was like very, very freshly sober and, um, I lived on a very busy street. It was like a main road. And our next door neighbors were outside playing with their dog and were throwing the ball in the street for the dog to go get. I think I've heard this one before. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And, And the cars are just coming and I like straight up go over to my neighbor and I'm like, if you don't take your dog in the fucking backyard, I'm gonna fucking punch you in the face. Like, what? Like, who am I? You know, and that was that was just like me going off and like sticking my nose where it doesn't belong. You know, a part of me is like, yeah, I'd probably still like address it today. I probably wouldn't threaten physical harm on my neighbor. Um, But like, like, it's hard for me to step away from things that I, you know, I feel strongly about even if I'm not involved. Yeah, you know what can I, I tell mean? you mine? Yeah, it's fucking great. So I don't, maybe you've heard this one too before, because we're probably on the same topic. Probably. Point, <laughs> I had a. Uh, I just come to California, and I was going to go skating with my uh, brother-in-law. We were going to a skate park. It's a van skate park, and uh, first time I'd ever been there. We're in this locker room scenario, and um, this little kid. I don't know. He's probably little kid. He's like probably like eleven or twelve, and uh, I'm getting pads on and. You know, everybody else getting their pads on, and this kid is getting his stuff on, and he can't really do it, but his mom is just nagging the fuck out of him. I mean, she is, like, berating him, and it is, like, I'm, like, everybody's just almost Triggering your inner, like, broken oh, yeah. child. <laughs> yeah, and I am, and I'm sitting there just going, like, what the fuck? I think my daughter maybe was, like, maybe, at like, two years old or something, and then I had my stepson who's, like, six or seven, right? So, and I would never talk to my kids like this because this is like, it is just, it was constant and berating. And it was just like, oh dear Lord, nagging. There's no other way to describe it. Just fucking nag, nag, nag. And, uh, and if I, you know, I, whatever came up in me came up in a way that was just like, um, uncontrollable. So, uh, so, and I just, at one point it just came out and I go, I go, you are, I go, that kid is going to fucking hate you. I go, you need to shut the fuck <laughs> up, right? And it was just like, she was only like four feet from me, right? And I go, this kid, I go, this kid's going to grow up and fucking kill you in your sleep. And, oh uh, God, and she, and, but you should have seen this kid's face. He was fucking like, he was He's just like, starting to yeah. smile. Yeah. He was like, oh shit. Like, this is great. And then, um, and then she's like, shut up. You don't have kids. You don't even know what it's like. And I go, no, fuck you. I do have kids, and I do know what it's like. You should not be talking to him like that. And I just, but again, it's like, I, you know, I, 
no reason to fucking jump in and do all mm-hmm. that shit. You know, it's like, I, I don't know what she's capable of. She, okay, anybody who sits there and nags a damn kid is probably crazy as fuck. For all I know, she can be a, throw a fucking panty at me and poke my fucking eye out. It's like, and then I have one less fucking eye, right? Be, just because <laughs> I opened my goddamn mouth. And again, it's like a matter of like, you know, I did not have the uh, inner peace to be able to participate in the world like that or the compassion, right? You know, to at least try and maybe level that down. I was leveling that shit up. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I didn't make it better, right? I thought I just you know, like this totally... is fueling my. <laughs> so, oh, I think you're you're cutting out. I can't hear you. Oh yeah, oh. I I muted. Sorry, but muted? it was kind of like fueling your fire almost. Like oh yeah, you're you're bringing it out of me, and now I like I'm gonna lash out. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> even though it has nothing to do with you, but nothing to do with me. But again, same thing with you and that dog. It's like has nothing to do with you, and it's like you know at the same rate. Yeah, you know it's like. That dog is helpless to make that decision, of course, but so is that kid, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, so, but again, it's it's like to a certain degree, we have to know our limits. And and I, I obviously crossed, you know, a, a you know a, a boundary with that person, and that's the stuff where I just go like, oh, like, can I just like, can I just moved on and let it go? Couldn't I just felt sorry, you know, for that woman and that kid and kind of better? But instead, there I am, like sticking my shit in there stirring up shit but i that's on like a real hyper like level like like a real acute level right yeah but in this case it's like um but i think what we're getting at in the reading is just like all the little shit that we do throughout the day all the stuff that we like you know um like that but on a real kind of smaller level right you know mm-hmm. just like where wherever you start stirring your stick and i think you were really on it with the uh, um uh, you know, when we, uh, when you were taken over for like another nurse, you're going to bad mouth somebody mm-hmm. else. You know, you're going to like try to boost yourself up, make yourself mm-hmm. look better. I fix it all. Aren't I great? You know, and it's really at the end of the day, you don't need to say any of that shit. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you just need to do your fucking job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, well, and, yeah. and we're all human. So who am I to like, yeah. you know, criticize another person when I don't know what they've gone through on their shift. Yeah. Like yeah. it, it really is like me just trying to boost my ego and and to feel self-important and to you know show everyone like look how good i am or look look what i accomplished you mm-hmm. know when mm-hmm. really it's like okay you did your fucking job here's your gold star <laughs> like have a nice night like see you later yeah yeah you're not gonna get any fucking smiley faces nobody's gonna fucking put you know write a note home to your parents like you're mm-hmm. fucking you know what i mean like you just like you know here's your fucking paycheck now shut the fuck up and go home <laughs> but i yeah. i have a question so related to like sobriety or aa like you know, have you have you ever done anything to stir the pot, whether it's at meetings or it's, you know, with with people uh, in in the rooms or, you know, your own just trying to fuck with your own, maybe your own sobriety, like to jeopardize it to self-sabotage? Mm. Wow. So have I ever like been um, gossipy or manipulating in AA? Uh, absolutely. We're all human, right? <laughs> you know, so, uh, uh, you know, whether it be, uh, um, you know, it's funny, like, cause you, cause if you're part of any culture or part of any group, this is just like the dynamic that happens, you know? Uh, so that's kind of, you know, part of it is, uh, somebody will inevitably 
come in, approach you, or you will approach somebody else to, again, uh, you know, uh, triangulate somebody, you know, whether it be like, hey, th- you know, did you hear what that person said in that meeting? That's fucked up. Or, uh, you know, or, hey, like, you know, boy, they, they, they're constantly doing something that's distracting. Should we fucking, should we vote them out? Or, you know, whatever the fuck it is, like, that people, like, do. Can you vote people yeah. out of AA? <laughs> well, you can you can vote people out of your meeting, right? You know, if uh, if you're if somebody's being completely distracting, or if you feel like that that's like that it's detrimental to that group, you can totally do that. You can say, hey, like I, I, you know, this person's really being distracting. I'd like to take a vote. Should we all leave? You know, I have Should we never all, heard yeah. of that. It can. It just depends. You know, it's like there has been a. Uh, let me let me just say, I've heard uh, uh, of a of a man who who couldn't stop touching himself. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> All right. That's illegal, but... I mean, you know, and then you kind of like, you just, you cut it off right there and then, and you say, now it's time to leave, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's distracting, I'd say, to the least, right? To the least. So, um, but but then there's other stuff that is not so, like, legal or whatever. And then there is, like, um, you know, so it's, it's just distracting. Or, you know, um, people just want to gossip about that other person. It's like, so... And what I was told early on, which is great, you know, by my sponsor, John, who was like, dude, he's like, um, he's like, whenever somebody does that to you, you just, just ignore it. Just ignore their conversation and walk away. Just do as little as possible to, to engage with that gossip shit. And, um, and he, he really helped me to like try to do it. But do I still do it? Fuck yeah, man. It happens, right? You know, it's like you just, you're human and you just fall right into it. You know, sometimes we do it though and it's like, um, it's just between two people and not necessarily intended to be gossipy, but it's really sometimes you talk about somebody else as in, intending to learn, right? Mm-hmm. So there's it's really is about your intentions with that stuff. So um, what about you? Have you do you fall victim to any AA gossip or uh, uh, manipulation in terms of that? I don't, or, uh, I don't think I have, um, but also I was the person who like dipped out of a meeting immediately before it ended because I didn't want to socialize with anyone. (laughs) Um, I, you know, the times that I did hang out like afterwards, um, you know, it was just like small talk. It wasn't talking about people specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, so probably, you know, for my own good that I was only there for the message and not, uh, all the bullshit that can happen afterwards. Um, but as far as like manipulating my recovery, like, you know, I would, I would, you know, try and, uh, you know, use my sobriety as like a crutch for certain things. Like, mm. and, and I feel like, you know, in early recovery, some of it was self-preservation. Like if I felt like, you know, uncomfortable going to a party or something, I'd be like, well, I'm sober and I'm trying to stay sober. So I'm, I'm not going to participate in that. And I think that's okay. But, um, you know, expecting people to kind of, uh, cater to me. And if they weren't, then like, how dare you? Like, don't you know, I'm an alcoholic and (laughs) how dare you like have a beer around me? Like, you know, just, and, and like, pouting about it like you know or um let's see 
you know, with my boyfriend, who's now my husband, I kind of used it as a form of manipulation. Like, well, I'm sober and you're not. Therefore, um, you know, if you want to be with me, then you'll stop drinking or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you'll do X, Y, and Z. Otherwise I'm out, I'm leaving, I'm taking the dogs and, (laughs) you know, so, so some manipulation there, but, um, you know, I, I feel like I was fucking with my recovery in, um, one instance when I decided to go to a bar very early on when I was sober and I was kind of dabbling with the idea of, Oh, you know, I'll just, I'll have a non-alcoholic beer, you know, and, and I didn't actually do it, but that would have been me fucking with my recovery, you know, mm. potentially sabotage, sabotaging it because, oh, I just like the taste of beer. <laughs> no. I don't care who you are. I don't I, think I, that's I, it. <laughs> beer is not tasteful. It just is not. It's like it's very much an acquired taste. I don't care who you are. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, just saying. So, I, I've never, um, um, I don't know if I've, ever, this time around I haven't tested my my uh my recovery in that way mm-hmm. um i think uh i did early on i know what near beer tastes like i know what the non-alcoholic beer tastes like because i had it you know, before but when i was uh when i was quote unquote sober before um but i do like that you brought up um like man- using your recovery as manipulation to get what you want in certain areas right like if i wanted sympathy or if i want um you know, somebody to care about me. Uh, if I, you know, those types of things, I did it with my wife completely, which is like, you know, uh, and I don't know why even really other than I just maybe needed her attention or something, but I would almost demand of her to, to like know more about my alcoholism, to know more about my recovery. Like you don't get me. Right? Don't you know that this is just how my brain is? Yeah. She, God. Like, weird stuff. It's not my right? fault. And then when I no, and when I really came around to it, I was like, oh, like I, like again, I think that's kind of the, still the control thing. Like I want to control her actions, her behavior, her thinking, her like you know about her. And really, it's like, you know, my recovery has nothing to do with her. <laughs> but I kept wanting, for whatever reason, to like, uh, just to like have her be aware of it, just that. It's just she's like Carl. I fucking know, Carl. I have seen some shit with you. (laughs) You don't remember it, but I do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's kind of the idea. Is like I, I, in but I don't know what happened. Like maybe I got over it. Um, maybe I just like got more accepting of the fact that this is my problem and nobody else's. You Mm -hmm. know, and and um, but it took me a little while to do that as well. So that took me a. I think a couple years to get over because I was just so insistent that somebody else should know about my recovery for whatever reason. And it's like, you know, every time we would fight or whatever, I'd be like, well, I just, I'm an alcoholic. You just don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Just bullshit. So much bullshit. You know, actually I'm, I'm a fucked up person. Never mind being an alcoholic, you know? Um, yeah. So there's no way she could ever comprehend that anyway. So yeah, yeah, I was just, just stuff like that. So I'm really glad you brought that up because that really does like, um, again, that's in sobriety as well, right? Like then you're totally yep. in sobriety doing that shit. Yeah, I think that's really where we're at. All right, Chelsea, 
I think we've I think we've beat this topic up. I think we've um pummeled it, put it in the trash can, chopped it up into pieces and we're taking it to the to the local <laughs> dump. <laughs> it's f- 5 bucks for body disposal. You can't ask for any better way, you know. Such a good deal. Yeah, I know, really. They don't even inspect your car. It's kind of it's kind of neat. <laughs> they, just, they don't really. They don't they just don't even get out anymore. They just like they just weigh it. What do you got? <laughs> That's some furniture and some some dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. Look, well, so, um, I I would encourage everyone to join our Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com slash groups slash soberpod, and you can join Soberpod Live, where we have um, a small community. We've got Bing and Bod Phil, who does an exercise class once a week. I think it's on Wednesdays now, but he leaves the recordings up if you want to get fit and fabulous. We also have the official meeting of Soberpod, the SOS meeting, hosted by V, who is a member. Um in SoberPod Live, and it's a Zoom meeting, and um, you can find all the access information on our website, SoberPod.com. As well as, uh, since the book will be launching soon, if you go to SoberPod.com as well, I'm sure somewhere I'm going to put on there some sort of information about how to buy this goddamn book. Um, and also, don't forget, it'll be available in the um, in the in the what is it? The membership section. Mm-hmm. And again, that's like you could do two dollars or five dollar donations, basically. Uh, so if you're a baller, meaning like if you have a job <laughs> <laughs> or a good job, you could pay the five bucks. Great. Uh, and again, you don't. It's it's you, you can cancel at any time. There's really no commitment. But you can just go there and get the book digitally for free, basically, or for the two dollars. Um, and, and so there'll be links to download all that stuff in the membership section, as well as if you just want to buy the book physically, you can go do that as well. Hey, maybe you want to do both. You never know. Hey, yeah. Also, I would like to just extend my appreciation to Ed from Friends in Recovery for yeah, filling in. in last week, last minute. Um, I really appreciate it. And it's always nice to hear someone other than myself yeah. on the show. So thank yeah, I you, wish Ed. I could hear somebody else other than myself. <laughs> no, I, 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 it's funny because um, it's like Ed and I, you know, we do talk because I edit the Friends in Recovery uh, podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and so, you know, we talk a lot, actually, uh, back and forth. Actually, we were just talking. I was just in New York and I was like, you know, he called me because he was like, he wanted me to, to do a meeting on Thursday night. He wanted me to be a talk uh speaker for the thursday night meeting that they do and i couldn't do it i was like because the, the people on the plane will not like it you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like, could you imagine be like to be in a here speaker is my on, life story <laughs> and the there's a lady the with a baby next to you like oh my god <laughs> jesus all these people are moving <laughs> i'm sitting next to a meth head oh my god so um so then i had to tell him you know no and uh and that really sucked because like you know i like to be there for ed and like he was there for us so that's cool um but yeah uh maybe next time ed so thank you very much for for asking uh and thank you very much for uh for showing up right that's how we do this stuff um any any parting words to the to the kind sweet beautiful voluptuous people stop fucking with shit Stop fucking with fuckers. it. Fuckers. <laughs> Motherfuckers. 
<laughs> what, you know, some famous last words are, uh, what does this button do? Um, <laughs> so, so stop, stop fucking with it. All right, uh, that's it. That's all we got. What does the Chelsea say? Deuces. And I say, stay active, stay sober. See ya, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>